bless you. We're happy you're here. Let's give a wonderful Ohio welcome. Praise God. God bless you. Praise God in all his wonderful ways. Isn't the Lord good? Yes. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I greet you all in the wonderful name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Who's doing marvelous and wondrous things all over the world. God is doing some things all over the world. People are being filled with the Holy Ghost. Folks are being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Even whole denominations are coming over and seeing the light of the truth. We are truly living in the end times. Praise God. If there's ever a time we need to be ready to meet the Lord, it's now. I believe Jesus is coming. Amen. And uh, I believe that we are living in the most crucial hour of the church age. If there's ever a time to be in church, now is that time. In fact, the Bible says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. And so much more. We don't need less church. We need more church. As we can see that day approaching. Praise God. So I greet you in the wonderful name of Jesus. Amen. So thankful that the Lord uh, spared us through that storm. But we want to keep those folks in the Bahamas in prayer. Uh, because it is a uh, tremendous, tremendous Horrible situation that's there in those islands. Amen. People are in need, great need. Homes are destroyed. No water, no electricity. It's, it's a real situation. That's why I look around this congregation. I can't help but say, we are blessed. Amen. 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 Praise God. So they got to talking about catfish. <laughs> and I said, that's... Uh, that's, that's very uh, good because I am on a fishing expedition. I am here this morning on a fishing expedition. And I got a big net. Amen. And with God's help, we're going to reel in everything that needs to be reeled in. Praise God. Amen. If you need the Holy Ghost, you're in the right place to be reeled in. If you need to be baptized, and I mean only in the name of Jesus Christ, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. If you need to be baptized, we intend to reel you in. Praise God and bring you to this glorious truth. So without further ado, I want to invite you to go with me to the gospel according to St. Luke and the 19th chapter. And here we're going to find... Amen. A story of Jesus and his encounter with a fellow by the name of Zacchaeus. Amen. You know, God's word is so awesome. It is so awesome. It speaks to us today. Amen. The Bible is a mirror. If you're not careful, you'll look at it and you'll see yourself or somebody you know. And hopefully that's what's going to happen this morning. The Gospel of Luke chapter 19 Beginning in verse number 1, we're going to go to verse number 10. Follow along, if you will. And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. And behold, everyone say behold. behold. 
<clears throat> when the Bible says, behold, that means stop. Pay attention. I want you to see something. And behold, there was a, a man named Zacchaeus, which was chief among the Republicans. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> he was chief among the publicans. And he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press. Because he was little of stature. He was a little short fellow. And he ran before and he climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste, come down for today. Everyone say today. Amen. For today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste, and he came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they, the, the, the religious people, the folks that know everything, when they saw it, they all murmured, saying that he was gone to be a guest with a man that is a sinner. Imagine that. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I've taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. Jesus said unto him, this day. Somebody say today. today. This day is salvation come to this house. For so much as he also is a son of Abraham. For the son of man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Hallelujah. That's my title this morning. The message I'm going to deliver to you is to seek and to save. Hallelujah. Let's bow our heads together. Amen. I want you to pray for yourself and I want to pray for those that are around you. Lord Jesus, we are gathered in this holy place today. Our hearts are open. Our ears are open to receive your word. God, I pray that not one single individual, Lord, will leave this place the same way they came in. But God, we invite you to shake us, move us, challenge us. But most of all, Lord, save us. God, let your word get in our spirits and our inner being, Lord. And we pray for all those that are watching or listening live stream, that your spirit would move through technology and touch those that need a touch in this hour. This we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and let the whole church say, Amen. Now together, let's give the Lord a resounding hand clap of praise because something is about to happen. I say something is about to happen. Glory to God. Glory to God. To seek and to save. God bless you this morning and you may be seated. I, I would imagine that if anyone would have any doubt or any question as to why Jesus came to this world, 
Why did he suffer? Why did he, amen, uh, put up with all of the junk he had to put up with? Why did the Lord, amen, succumb to the worst kind of crucifixion known to man? Why did Jesus do what he did? Well, I would imagine the answer would still be the same today. And the answer would be this. I have come to seek and to save. That's the heartbeat of God. That's the reason he came into the world. It is not God's will that anyone be lost. But it is the will of God that everyone repent of their sin. That everyone will believe the gospel and be saved. He came to seek. Everyone say seek. In other words, God is looking for you. God is looking for you. The almighty God, the creator of the universe. He's not waiting for you to look for him. He's come looking for you. What manner of love is this? Hallelujah. That when we would run from God, when we would reject God, when we would live our lives as if he doesn't exist, he looked past all of our faults, he looked beyond all of our sins, and he comes looking for us. Jesus said, you did not choose me, but I chose you. You mean hard-headed me? Yes. You mean stubborn me? Yes. You mean ungodly me? Absolutely. There is nobody here so bad that the blood of Jesus can't cleanse you and turn your life around. I'm telling you, he is well able. I say he is well able to do exceeding and abundantly above all we can ask or think. He has come seeking. One scripture, the Bible said, the eyes of the Lord are moving to and fro in the earth, seeking to show himself strong on behalf of them that love him. Oh, I'm looking for him and he's looking for me. How many are looking for the Lord? Praise God. The Bible says he's coming again. He's coming again. Just as surely as he came the first time, he's coming again. But he's not just coming back for anybody. And he's not coming back for everybody, but he's coming back for people that are looking. He's coming back for people that are anticipating. He's coming back for people that are expecting him to return. The Bible says that the sound of the trumpet, ah, the dead in Christ shall rise and then we who are alive you know who that you know who that we is do y'all know who that we is we who are we who are amen you know what that means he ain't coming back for no dead church he ain't coming back for no sleepy church he's not coming back for no tired church he ain't coming back for no quiet church He's coming back for people that's excited and looking and waiting and watching and anticipating the sounding of the trumpet. And it could happen today. Yes. Glory to God. He's come seeking. Not only to look for you. Not only to find you. But he come to save your soul. That song we sung earlier today. I'm so glad that the Lord 
save me. I'm so glad. You know something? I know you're glad on the inside. Somebody need to tell your face. The joy of the Lord is my strength. There ain't no devil in hell that can take my smile. Ain't no devil in hell that can take my excitement. Hallelujah. I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. Because if it had not been for Jesus, where would I be? I know we got problems. I know we got situations. I know the world is not a perfect place. But I'm telling you, any day with Jesus is better than any day anywhere else. I've got it. Hallelujah. I've got the truth. I've got the word. And I have eternal life. Yeah. Hallelujah. He came to seek. Thank God. He came to save. In our scripture text this morning in Luke chapter 19 tells this incredible story that we're going to get some nuggets out of it this morning. The Bible says Jesus entered and he passed through Jericho. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was chief among the publicans. Amen. And he was a very rich man. The Bible definition of a publican is somebody who was also known as a tax collector. Nobody likes tax collectors. <laughs> Are there any tax collectors here? Is the IRS in the building? <laughs> Nobody liked tax collectors. Now, in those days, it was the Romans that took taxes from the people. And especially the Hebrew people. They were diametrically opposed one to another. The Hebrews hated the Romans and the Romans hated the Hebrews. And since the Romans were in power, they put heavy taxes on the Hebrews. And if you happen to be a Hebrew working for the Romans, you was considered the enemy. Amen. Zacchaeus was a publican. He was a tax collector. He worked for the enemy. But not that that wasn't bad enough. He not only took taxes from his own people for the Romans, Zacchaeus stole money from his own people. He was doubly hated. He was rich by cheating and lying on his own folks. But then the word starts spreading. Jesus is in town. I'm telling you, when Jesus come to town, you can't keep that secret. Everywhere Jesus went, he drew a crowd. People gathered around him for all kinds of reasons. Some wanted to see a miracle. Some wanted to have something met in their life. Other people were just curious. But the word began to circulate through all the area. Jesus is in town. And Zacchaeus heard about it. Now notice what the Bible says here. Here in verse number 3. And he, Zacchaeus, sought to see Jesus. Why? He wanted to see who he was. That's all he wanted to do. He wanted to just check him out. Zacchaeus didn't have no intention of being saved. He had no intention of giving his life to the Lord or walking down to the front of the church after service. All Zach wanted to know was, I want to see who he is. 
And sometimes people come to church with the same reason. Amen. Why are you in church today? Are you here out of habit? Are you here out of tradition? Are you here just because somebody invited you? Are you here, amen, because you don't want to keep, have your wife keep telling you, come to church, come to church, come to church, come to church. And you say, okay, 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 I'll come this one time. People come to God for different reasons. Zacchaeus said, all I want to do is see him. But the problem with old Zacchaeus was he was not welcome in the sanctuary. He was an enemy of the people. And he understood that. So Zacchaeus figured if I can't go in the building to see him, I know when ser service is dismissed, they're all going to come down this particular path. Everybody's going to come and Jesus is going to be in the middle and, and I'm going to find me a good place where I can see him. So the Bible teaches us Zacchaeus climbed up a sycamore tree. Hallelujah. And is it interesting how the, how the Bible is specific as to what kind of tree it was? Yeah. Just not any old tree. It was a sycamore tree. And what was significant about a sycamore tree? The sycamore tree was one of the trees that had the most foliage. It had the greatest amount of leaves on it. You can climb up in a sycamore tree and nobody can see you. And that's exactly what Zacchaeus wanted. He said, I want to go to a place where I can see him, but he can't see me. And every now and then, we find people come to the church like that. They come to church, and you can spot them a mile away because they're the ones that don't want to sit up front. No, 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 no. I want a safe place to sit. I want to be able to see what's going on, but I don't want nobody to be able to see me. Hallelujah. Remember, I see, remember people coming to church, man, and then the usher, the usher said, oh, well, we got a good seat right down front. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I'd rather sit and they look for the lady with the biggest hat. <laughs> I want to sit behind her. Amen. And they get there and they, they get their seat and here's that lady with the big wide hat on and they feel safe. <laughs> Amen. They, they, they peep around, you know, they peep around and can't, the preacher can't see me from up there. Amen. But I can see him. Well, see, the thing about coming to this kind of church, it don't matter where you sit. That's right. I got a cordless mic. <laughs> I said, I got a cordless mic. I could come down here where you are. You can't hide from this word. You can't hide from the anointing. You can't hide from the presence of God. He's all in this building. Somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. They just want to, they just want to be comfortable. They, 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 they want to just kind of blend in the crowd. But I'm here to tell you, God sees you. He knows where you sit. He knows your address. He knows everything about you. Hallelujah. And I'm going to tell you another revelation. You're not here just because somebody invited you. Oh, no. I, I believe you could not be any place else today but here. Why is that? Because I believe God set you up. God set you up to be here today at this time, at this season. Hallelujah. Because he's got a word that'll change your life. He's got a word that'll change your eternity. If you have an opening ear to hear what the Lord's got to say. 
old Zacchaeus was up in that tree. He thought he was safe. Hiding behind the bushes. All of a sudden, service is over. Zacchaeus got him a good seat. Good hard limb. He's, oh yeah, this is great. Now when service is over, they're all going to come down this path. And I'll get to see this man that everybody's talking about. I'll get to see the one they call the Messiah. I'll get to see the one they call the Savior. I'll see him, but he won't see me. That's what you think. <laughs> Zacchaeus, man, he was there sitting there, bushes just right. He had him aimed just right. Can't nobody see him. Then the crowd starts coming out. And it wasn't hard to find Jesus. Because he's always right in the center of the action. <clears throat> Amen. And the crowd started coming and Zacchaeus was looking and he said, that's him. That's that one they call Jesus. And they're heading this way. Oh, yeah, I got a good view. I can see him really good. And the crowd getting closer and closer. And Zacchaeus, he's hiding behind the bushes. And soon as Jesus gets right by the tree, he stops. Zacchaeus up in that tree. Uh-oh. <laughs> What's going on? Why they stop? He don't want to move. He, he don't want to move a muscle. He's just like this. Why they stop? What's going on? Everybody started looking around wondering, what's, what, what's, what's Jesus doing? And Zacchaeus looked down, and lo and behold, he sees Jesus looking up. Zacchaeus moving those tree branches. <laughs> He's looking up here. He's looking up here. Then all of a sudden, Jesus opens his mouth. And he says, Zacchaeus! Zacchaeus like, oh, he knows my name. How did he know my name? Let me tell you something. Jesus knows your name. <laughs> I said, Jesus knows your name. He knows your name. He knows your social security number. He knows your thoughts before they even come to your mind. He knows everything about you. And he's calling your name. Hallelujah. Oh, people come to church and say, well, I'm so glad they're here, and I'm so glad she's here. Hey, friend, God wants to talk to you. He wants to set some things straight in your life. There's some things you need to get right with God. Zacchaeus. And notice what the Lord said. Come if you want a relationship with God, if you want your soul saved, the first thing you got to do is come down. You got to come down off of your pride. You got to come down off of your attitude. You got to come down off of your ignorance and your carnality and being stiff-necked. You got to come off your hobby horse and, 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 and humble yourself in the presence of God. Come down. Glory to God. I don't care how many muscles you think you got or how strong you might think you are. You got to come down. Don't matter how much education you have or how many colleges you graduated from, you got to come down. 
Don't matter how much common sense you got or how you think, you have got to come down. you got to humble yourself and say, Lord, not my will, but let thy will be done. Not what I want, what you want. Amen. Come down. And then he said, and make haste. In other words, make a move and do it quick. Hallelujah. I don't know how many times God deals with people, speak to people, plead with people, and you can feel it all in your body. You can feel it in your spirit. God is moving on you. God is drawing you. Some of you begin to feel it right now. You know that preacher's telling the truth. He's talking about me. Amen. I am talking about you. Hallelujah. Just because I ain't looking at you don't mean I don't know you there. Amen. God knows where you are. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And make haste. That means hurry up. When God starts dealing with you, you need to respond to the Spirit right away. Yes. I'm telling you, the hour to be saved is today. The hour to get right with God is today. You didn't know it, but today is your day. Hallelujah. Amen. What we got to do, we got to do quickly. We got to do it quick because the devil never takes a break. The devil never goes on vacation. He's constantly talking to you. He's trying to talk you out of it. He's trying to keep you from doing what God wants you to do. We need to respond to the Holy Ghost when God begins to deal with us. We need to say, yes, Lord, I know you're right, and I'm going to do what I need to do today I'm not going to wait till tonight God knows you may not be here tonight anything could happen between now and tonight or next week the devil's philosophy is always put it off put it off you're not ready yet don't do it right now you need to do a little more research wait wait ask some questions you're not ready yet that's one of the biggest lies ever came out of hell you're not ready yet, brother. But you know you're not ready yet. You still got some problems. I'm telling you, Jesus said, come unto me. Bring your problems with you. He don't want you to get right first. He wants you to repent of your sin and turn your life over to him. He's able to do what you can't do. Glory to God, I'm telling you, I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. If God can save this brother, he can save anybody in this room. I'm telling you, he wants to bring joy to your life. He wants to bring peace to your life. He wants to bring purpose to your life. But you got to make haste. You got to be in a hurry up attitude. Amen. And make haste. Glory to God. And then the scriptures begin to show us what Zacchaeus did. Zacchaeus came down. And he came down in a hurry. That little short man, was he was running down that tree. <laughs> Boy, I wish to God we all get a running spirit. A running. Oh, wouldn't that be awesome if we all got baptized with a running spirit? Glory to God. Look, man, we be sitting in our chairs on the tip of our toes. Hurry up, preacher. Hurry up, preacher. Finish. I'm ready to pray. Hurry up, preacher. Get, up, get it over with. I'm ready to get in that water right now and be baptized. Hurry up, preacher. I'm ready to get the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Come on. I'm running. I'm ready to get with everything God has for me. I see the devil and I see the world, but I see Jesus and I want Jesus more than anything. Seems like any day now, getting people saved, it's like pulling teeth. You know you got to have it. <laughs> but you resist. 
Glory to God. This is the best thing that could ever happen in anyone's life is to give their life over to the creator that made it. God knows what's best for you. He has a plan for you. Hallelujah. He has an outcome already established for you. He's got joy unspeakable and full of glory. This world, oh. All right. this world, let me tell you, it, it, those of you that are not saved, those of you that are not saved, let me tell you something. If you live your life of this world, this, this is the best it's ever going to be. The way your life is right now, it ain't going to get no better than this. This is the best it's ever going to be. But when you give your life to Jesus, hallelujah, it hasn't even come to your mind. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard what God has prepared for them that love him. I want what he's got. I want to be with him. And I want to be with him now. Everyone say make haste. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Zacchaeus came down that tree in a hurry. And I love this part. The Bible says, oh, Zacchaeus received Jesus in a, in a particular way. The Bible says he received him. He received him. He received him. Some of y'all don't even know what that means. God is looking for a certain reaction. Joy, excitement, you have been rescued, you have been set free, you have been pardoned, oh hallelujah, oh my God, joy, joy, joyfully, joyfully, and Zacchaeus, he was so happy, he said yes Lord, I couldn't even go to the church. They didn't even want me in the church. The Romans, they don't want me around. I was a nobody going nowhere. But you, of all, you want me. Jesus said, I've been looking for you. I've been searching for you. And I've come to save you. Joy filled his heart. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, God. If God can give us a revelation, if he can open our eyes and help us to recognize all over again what we have in him. God, give us wisdom, the spirit of wisdom and understanding. Help us to give us a revelation of who you are and what you've done and who we are to you. Help us to see more than this world around us, the glory and the majesty of almighty God. Hallelujah. It will alter everything we look at. Everything we listen to won't compare, won't phase us, won't cause no, no, no change in us. We'll be consistently joyful, not consistently happy. Being happy depends on the happenstance. But having joy, hallelujah, that's on the inside and it's consistent and it never changes. If the floor falls out, I still got joy. If I get fired from my job, I still got joy. If I'm sick in my body, I still got joy. Hallelujah. He received, and once they received him. Woo! You got to receive him. You got to say, yes, I'll accept that. Yes, I'll do that. Yes, 
I receive it joyfully. <laughs> and then the religious folk. I just can't believe it. You know, Jesus had more problems with religious people than he had with cold-hearted sinners. Amen. Religious folk think they know everything. They got it all laid out. Amen. And there they go. They get their, they get their shoulders all in a big old huff. I just can't believe it. Here she is living like she living and got the nerve to come to church and clap her hands. Look at him. If people knew what kind of sinner he was, he'd sit himself down. I can't believe it. Of all the people in the church that get up and shout, she should be the last one. <laughs> There's some people like that. Look at him running around acting like a nut. He only doing it because Brother Easter here. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, my friend. Amen. Those religious folks said, can you, can you imagine Jesus going to his house? Can you imagine? Does Jesus know who this man is? He's a publican. He's a tax collector. He's a dope fiend. He's a prostitute. He's a whoremonger. He's this. He's that. He's everything else. But yet, that don't stop Jesus to want to go to where you live. That don't stop Jesus from reaching out to you. It don't matter what your past has been. He wants to go home with you. I say he wants to go home with you. He told Zacchaeus, this day, everyone say this day. Salvation, salvation, salvation is coming to your house this day. You know what's so unique about this day? I'm going to tell you what's unique about this day. What's today's date? September what? 8? September 8, 2019. You know what's really neat about this day? You've never been here before. Isn't that crazy? This day never been here before and, and guess what when it's over it ain't coming back <laughs> right so do we know what that means we need to take advantage yes. we need to take advantage of this day we to make this day count. This day means something. Hallelujah. It might be the day on your tombstone, but this day gonna mean something. This could be the day on your baptismal certificate. This day means something. I'm telling you, there are people that are already going into eternity today, and there are people that are being born into the world today. This day has significance. Take advantage of today because this day, salvation has come to this house. So you'll never, none of you will ever stand before God on the day of judgment and not one of you will be able to say, Lord, I didn't have a chance. You ain't gonna be able to say that. You're not gonna be able to say, but God, I didn't know. No, no, no. Because the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared unto every one of us. And every one of us have an opportunity. Every one of us have a chance. You've got an opportunity to believe it or not.
You got an opportunity to obey or not. Today, you have an opportunity to go to hell or not. It's your choice. You might say, well, God's too good to send people to hell. That's where you got it wrong. He don't send people to hell. People choose. It's your choice. I want to go home with you, Zacchaeus. Can you imagine? Zacchaeus, he wasn't prepared for that. Nobody told him in advance, Jesus is going to go to your house. I can just picture Zacchaeus like so many of us. Man, my house a mess. <laughs> if I only knew you were coming, Lord. <laughs> oh, my word. Man, I, I got dishes in the sink and, and I got laundry everywhere. Not today. Oh, no, no, no. That's not Zacchaeus. That's not Zacchaeus. Today may never come again. Forget those dirty clothes. Forget the dirty dishes. Forget my messed up life. Jesus wants to come home with me. Jesus what? Jesus wants to come home with me. Hallelujah. He wants to come to my house. He wants to have a personal relationship. He don't want to be just God in the church. He wants to be God in your apartment. He wants to be God in your home. He wants to be God on your job. He wants to be God in your school. He wants to be God in your life. He wants to come home with you. I'm almost finished, but I'm going to tell you. When Jesus comes home with you, when you let Jesus into your house, there's going to be some changes. Because you can't let him in and stay the same. It don't work. When you let Jesus in your house, there's going to be some changes in your house. Zacchaeus was so excited. Jesus was in his house. The presence of God changed him. And it wasn't just words, it was indeed. Zacchaeus walked back into his old closets and he came out with all this money and stuff. And he said, look, Lord, everything I stole, <laughs> everything I took unlawfully, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pay it back. His friends were like, Zacchaeus, that ain't like you. You ain't seen nothing yet. Not only am I going to pay it back, I'm going to restore it fourfold. What? Yes, because when Jesus gets in your life, you're going you're gonna to make people look at you and go, what in the world and happened to her? What in the world? Man, you don't drink no more? No. You don't watch that junk no more? No. You don't talk that mess no more? No. Why? Because Jesus has come to my house and I've made some changes. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He wants to come to your house. And I'm not just talking about a physical building either. He wants to move into your house. This is your house. Hallelujah. And he don't want to just come in the kitchen. You know how some people, when you go visit, they, uh, come on here and sit right here. You can't go nowhere else in the house though. <laughs> you can't go nowhere else. No, no, no. Don't go in that room. Don't go in that room. Don't open that cabinet. Uh, uh, no, no, just sit right here. You, you know. No. Jesus don't want to just sit in the living room. He don't want to just sit in your den. He wants to go up in your attic. Yeah. Come on. 
He wants to get up here. He wants to get in your mind. He wants to get in your psyche. He wants that word to transform you by the renewing of your mind. He wants to go up in your attic. Not only in your attic, he wants to go down in the cellar. Oh yeah, you got some nasty stuff in the cellar. You got some trash down in the cellar. But Jesus wants to come in and shine his light and take out the Holy Ghost broom and start sweeping things out and changing your... You got to let them in. Not just some rooms, but you got to open every door in your house. Come on, Jesus. <clears throat> Move on in. You can move in any place of my being you want to. Let your light shine in my conscience. Let your light shine on my attitude. Let your light shine on everything. I want to be completely filled with your presence in my house. Oh, Lord. I don't know who the Lord is dealing with today, but he's talking to somebody. Today. Everyone say today. today. He wants to go home with you. He wants to move in. He wants to move in your life. He wants to take over your situation. Hallelujah. He wants to save your soul. Would you stand with me today? Hallelujah. Today, salvation is come. Son of man is here. And he's looking for somebody. He's looking for you. Hey, Zacchaeus, I know you're standing back there behind those people. But God knows right where you are. Well, Brother Easter, I don't know, man. I, I didn't come to church for this. Well, what do you come to church for then? This ain't a social club. It's not a place to be entertained. It's a place of having an encounter with God. Well, bro, I don't, I don't feel anything. It's not about feelings. And that's what messes people up, man. I, they got to feel something. We don't walk by feelings. We don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. I choose to believe today. Salvation is right in front of me. One of the first things you're going to have to do, sir, is you're going to have to acknowledge yourself. You're a sinner. You are a sinner on your way to hell. It doesn't matter how nice people try to make it. And people are trying to make it nice all the time. You, you're not such a bad person. You're a good person. You're not perfect. Nobody perfect. He loves us all. And they try to make you feel secure. But you're still on your way to hell. You cannot enter the kingdom. Well, Brother Easter, I got some problems. I know the problem solved. Yeah. Well, Brother Easter, I got, I got some issues. I got, I got some addictions. I can't quit. I can't stop. And I know God don't like it. And I tried to stop, but I can't stop. You know what the Lord told me one day? God said, tell them. Stop doing what you can. I will stop what you can't. Come to me. I want to go home with you. I want to get to know you. I want you to know me. I want us to have fellowship.
I want to change your life. I want to, I want to give you purpose. But most of all, I come to save your soul. Yes. When? Today. Don't listen to that devil. Hear the voice of God. Bow your heads with me, if you will. Holy Spirit, you chose by the foolishness of preaching to save them that would believe. Lord Jesus, you said, he that believed and is baptized shall be saved. You've opened the door for anyone whosoever will to come and receive this plan of salvation that you have for us. There's no other way but this way. To repent of our sins. To be baptized in the water in the name of Jesus Christ. And to receive the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. It's all here. Lord, I pray that you give us a running spirit. A running spirit. To come down from our tree. To come down from our comfort zone. And say today, Lord, I'm tired of my life. I'm tired of what's been going on. I'm ready for a change. I'm ready to be saved. Let it happen today, we pray. In the name of Jesus. Zacchaeus, man or woman, would you come down off your tree? Would you come to the front right now? Just stand right here. You need to be saved today. Jesus wants to go home with you. You're tired of the devil in your life. You're tired of the devil messing with your mind. Some of y'all been living in sin too long. You already know people that have died and they're already lost. Folks are telling you they're in a better place. Folks are telling you, amen, they with God. They're not with God. They are lost. They died lost, but you don't have to. You can give your life to Jesus today and today. Repent. Repent of your sin. Time to make a change. Time to be real. Time to say, yes, Lord, whatever you want me to do. I can't do it on my own. I can't do it by myself. There's so many questions. But you are the master teacher. I'll take the first step. I'll come to you in repentance. I'm sorry for the way I live. I'm sorry for what I've been doing. I'm sorry, God. You're right. I'm wrong. You are holy. I'm unholy. God, I need you. Please forgive me, Lord. All the mess, all the stuff. I'm so sick of it. Save me, Lord. Hallelujah. Forgive me, Father. I have sinned against you. I've not known what you want me to do. Teach me your ways. I'm ready. Come on, Zacchaeus. Come on, Zacchaeus. Hallelujah. God loves you so much, sir. It doesn't matter what you've been through. He loves you. He always have loved you. He loved you enough to call you. He loved you enough to reach out to you. He loved you enough to come looking for you. Come on. Will you bow your head and talk to the Lord? God, I want you to come in my house. I want you to live in my mind. Fill me with your spirit. Change me, Lord. Change me, Lord. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. In the name of Jesus. That's the Lord that's touching you right now, sir. That's Jesus touching you right now.